Welcome back to Rude Dude. Podcast. I am one half of your rude dude host, Henny Henlokes, the lobster, with my partner in crime, my pal, my buddy, my guy, Cam Ran the Cree. How's it going, Cam? I'm alright, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I got you, motherfucker, dude. I was literally <laughs> I about to you. say it. I was about to say it, dude. <laughs> I'm alright, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we're wired for sound today, uh, baby. Oh, fuck, dude. That's awesome. Because you know what, man? <laughs> you, you already, everybody's already got me figured out. Be like, I don't even know why he asked this asshole anymore. He's just going to say the same thing. Um, you know what? I'm not going to say all right. Um, I'm going to say, I'm doing, o- <laughs> I'm doing okay, pal. Um, I'm doing okay today. Oh, How are God. you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Apparently, I'm feeling pretty, uh, jazzed up i went and smashed out a quick workout and so i'm riding those endorphins i got a nice little shower i ate some food so hell yeah getting a little c4 in me my drug of choice feeling good my man feeling good yeah dude i i you, you sent me some of these little videos of you repping all the rude dude gear dude and looking fresh as fuck oh dude i was rude ganged out my boy dude, looking good dude too and by the way you're looking massive brother you're looking huge like i think you're both you one of your biceps is the size of both my arms combined dog like like this is this is wild shit <laughs> oh stop stop go on no that that's about it that's all i'm stroking dude but that that dude that's you're looking good that's like the meme where it's like what dudes think they'll get when when they work out and it's all the girls oh my god what dudes actually get looking good, King, looking swole, my man, getting after it, trying to get like you. <laughs> Dude, it really is. It It's always like that. It's like a sausage fest of fucking dudes coming over to fucking stroke you, dude. It's never like, yeah. And the girls are like, look at this juiced, like, idiot. Like, he looks disgusting. Yep, yep. I bet you that guy's a womanizing asshole. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, dude. Yeah, I saw you getting after it, dude. I'm I'm proud of you, Brandon. You you got a nice little uh, um little pep in your voice, dude. I love it. You, you got me fired up, man. I'm motivated. I was I was dragging a little bit before we started. I had toddlers crying mm-hmm. coming out of naps and and uh dude. and it was a little wild. So now 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 I'm fired up, dude. I'm fired up. Hell yeah. Well, in the sense uh in the spirit of being fired up, <clears throat> what are you proud of this week? I had something. God damn it! Um, once again. Well, wait. Let's touch. Let's touch back on last week's episode. So, okay. God willing, uh, when this airs, I will have you know a month sober. There we go. And I just wanted to thank, uh, thank. I wanted to thank everyone who reached out to me after they heard the episode. Uh, there was a few different people, and that shit is cool as fuck. And it shows the magic and power and love of this program uh, and this podcast and um, the people that care. So 
I appreciate everyone for your extended, extended, for your continued support. There we go. And and love and uh, yeah, man, that was really cool. I had several different people reach out. Um, hey man, I love you. Hey man, I appreciate your honesty. Hey man, it's really cool what you're doing. Whatever. Um, and uh, I don't want to be, you know, the poster boy for relapse, but fuck, it happened. Um, and we, uh, we, I owned up to it. We talked about it and I think it, you know, it ended up being a really good episode cause we got real like we like to do. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad we did that, man. And I feel really good. I'm back on track and, you know, I feel good about it overall. Yeah, dude, I thought it was a great episode, bro. Um, and, and I, and I think that's a part of the beauty of it, right? Like, um, after the episode airs, you know, you get you get those certain people reaching out, letting you know that it's okay too, right? Like, like, hey, I'm here. I love you, bro. Like, like this shit happens. So, like, any of that shame that was still maybe lingering, you know, can just really go out the window. And it's kind of weird how the podcast works that way, where, um, you know, you admitted it to everybody that you that you wanted to via phone or however the hell else you want to do it, sending it by a pigeon or some shit. Um, you. But but then you put it on air and you put it on podcast and and we 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 sent it out to the world and it, in 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 my view it was kind of like the nail in the coffin right like it was kind of like oh, okay hey I, I I admitted it I cleared my I cleared my soul and and now I'm back on track dude and you sound reinvigorated and congratulations on on getting to the thirty dude um, getting back on that horse is the hardest part man and 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 I just I really I'm in the first few days and weeks are the most tenuous yeah dude if you will and I'm just I'm just super proud of you man I uh, your honesty um, your willingness to do that episode last week was was ad- admirable and. Uh, I have mass amount of respect. And, I mean, the greatest part of that whole episode was the do it for the Gipper part, dude. I mean, that is the funniest shit <laughs> ever, dude. And now now I'm putting it on everything, dude. Like, 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 what are we talking about? We're talking about the... Come on, guy. <laughs> it won't be the same. Do it for the Gipper. It'll be better this time, I swear. <laughs> dude, now, now it's just integrated into my vocabulary, dude. So, uh, rude fam, be prepared because I'm going to be putting everything on the Gipper, dude. Um, that, that, that's fucking, that's coming, moving <laughs> forward for sure, dude. I wouldn't do you like I done you last time. I swear, I swear on the Gipper. <laughs> Put it on the Gipper, dude. I, I fuck, I text you like today. Like Streeter, like Streeter putting it on Grandpa Gilbert. Yeah, dude, and it's on the Gipper now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the Gipper, my guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, while we're making up new slang and putting new words uh, into the ethos like we're um, from Mean Girls, you know what I really think would be dope? What? I've been watching uh, Game of Thrones, and I feel like we should just start calling each other my lord. Okay. Hey, what's good, my lord? How you you feeling? (laughs) Hey, what's up, my lord? Hey, my lord, how you doing, dog? Hell yeah, I'm chilling, my lord. What's good with you? That's a tough one, dude. You know what I mean? That's a tough one. What do you one. think? Can we try uh, it out? I, I don't know, dude. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah, yeah. I'd... All right, man. What are you <laughs> proud of this? <laughs> uh, um, you know what I'm did, proud of, man. Did it come to you? <laughs> what I uh, what I'm proud of this week, man, is it it was a it was a hectic work week. Um, had okay. had a lot of stuff going on. Um, but, uh, I got everything kind of all roped in. Um, there was some organizational issues, 
um, coming in from from new reps in my region and and a whole bunch of new things that are going on with the company um, got me all scatterbrained. But I but I handled it with grace um, and got everything back on track, and I felt like I accomplished um, a lot this week. So so I'm proud of myself for that, man. I'm proud of myself for that. How about you, bro? Excellent. Well, um, I, I, mine's kind of the same. Um, I, you know, got to a meeting again this week, of course. Um, and I worked on a side job after work twice this week. Um, one night I, I, I worked this weekend. One night I listened to my body and I went home and took a fucking nap because I was exhausted. Uh, I played softball yesterday. Um, I got to the gym today. Um, just really been in the thick of everything, being productive, getting after it, doing the next best thing. And, uh, I don't know if this is really a proud of thing, but I, um, I was telling my dad about the job that I've been working on. And so I sent him, I wanted to send him some pictures. So I, um, was looking back for the pictures and as I was looking for them, I found some other just random pictures of stuff I've been doing lately of me and Kristen or me and Mia or me and Kristen and Lyndon or, you know, that beautiful farm I was on for Kristen's family reunion, um, and some other jobs I've done. And I sent them to him and he, uh, said something. Let me, uh, let me pull it up. I was going to say, pull it up, man. You can't, you can't just give, yeah, you, can't just, he said, you can't just be freestyling super boss compliments, bro. Looks like a blissful family life with a little work thrown in. The ultimate and, super boss compliment, bro. <laughs> dude, well, you know, it's funny because, and this has kind of been a theme in my life lately, is like, we can't see it from our perspective, right? Like, we're too close to it. And when he said that, it made me like zoom out and see it from, you know, his or other people's perspective. And I was like, yeah, it is pretty fucking good. Um, it's hard for us to notice it, right? Because we're, we're in it, you know, and, and it's easier when someone tells you something for you to like, be like, hey, you're, you're fucking up. That's wrong or, you know, whatever, because you, you're outside of it. But when you're in it, you don't really notice and. In this case, it was a positive for him to say that. And when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, no, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, uh, he's he's not wrong. And so yep. that was pretty cool. It made me feel good. Yeah, dude. And that that's a good that's a good point, man, because I actually had a conversation um, with my wife just just recently, um, you know, um, how some things can just get, you know, blurred um and we can become so self-absorbed that we don't really even see what's really going on. Kind of like what you just said, right? Like, like you're so yeah. entrenched into your day to day, um, and, and just, you know, doing this little robotic fucking Mr. Roboto dance to just get through life, um, that you really don't see all the good that's, that you really have. Um, or, or you just completely neglect it and, and, and go about your way and keep living in the rat race. Um, but yeah, dude, that's a great compliment, man. And and it always feels good when you get a good, nice, uh, humble compliment from your dad. There's something about that, right? Um, the, yeah. Those are few and far in between. I, I don't get many of those from my from my dad either, bro. So, um, it, well, I would say, especially in my formative years, they were harder to come by. It's definitely a lot different and better now. 
but uh definitely could could fall under the daddy issues category Even. at one point. <laughs> dude 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 there's something about him dude like dads like just love keeping that shit like close to the vest and I, it might be a generation yeah. it might just be like a generational thing um like we've talked about in the past but but yeah dude those things fun i was gonna say we got to send the people back to the evolution of mental health on that one yep. uh check out that episode where we talked about you know they were from a different generation. They were raised differently. You don't show your feelings. You don't show a lot of love or emotion or whatever. And, yep. you know, it's just kind of how it was. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great little se- Which, segue into right. our topic this week, bro. Um, you and I were kind of texting um, back and forth and and we're just actually getting on like a just a random conversation and, and started going about, um, what was it? Comparing ourselves to others, um, never being satisfied with something that I that I kind of I kind of want to tie in here. Um, Living our lives or doing things or making decisions based on trying to impress other people. Yep, yep. Things like that, dude. Like, like, what are we? Grass is greener mentality. The grass is greener mentality, um, and that um, is what we're going to be getting off on today. Um, do you have a way you want to start this, or would you like me to start it? Because I think I have a small direction. Um, what do you think? All right, dude, set us off. Take this, take this plane off. Because no, I really don't. We didn't <laughs> talk about this. Well, dude, that's our that's our style, man. We we just freestyle it. So um, just freestyle it. I have a quote, and 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 I don't want to turn anybody off on this. Um, and and if you listen to this podcast, we're not like you know. Um, hammering home religion or anything like this but there is a very good quote by the old jc um the old jesus um, <laughs> the carpenter yes so there's a good one and i'm going to read it and and it's going to kind of tie into what what i think about when i think about this topic it says for what okay. for what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and suffer the loss of his soul now the way Ooh. now the way that i interpret that is is are we constantly hunting and driving and our whole you know purpose for living is to see how many trinkets we can acquire um how many how many fancy cars how many shiny new pieces of clothing how many um dollar bills in the bank account um is that what is like driving your entire life um, because it's easy to do, right? Um, I think, I think society in general is, you know, you know, success, success, success. Um, you know, you always want more. And I'm by no means am I saying that a, a good work ethic and wanting nice things is a bad thing. But are you losing yourself in the sauce per se, right? Um, yeah. Because when I yeah. because when I sit back and I kind of sit and reflect on this type of stuff. Um, you know, the cheesiest line of all is this, like, you're not taking any of this stuff with you, right? Like, like, like you're not, yes, it may get passed off to your kids and then they're going to sit and argue about all the money that they want and the other one's going to want the other money and and you're going to be long gone. Um, you're going to estrange your children after your death. Yeah. 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 And, and I guess, I guess the point to each other, I guess the point I'm getting at, and I've talked about this before is, is is that your main motivation, right? Like, and if it is, why is that? Why is that? And does that make sense, dude? Do you see kind of where I'm going there? 
Yeah, I mean, the the first, the immediate phrase that came to mind for me on, on that quote was like, at what cost? Mm-hmm. So like, you're achieving all this, you're building, you're doing great, you're whatever, whatever, but at what cost? You know, like, is your family life suffering? Are you trying to impress these people, but you're in turn um, shunning or forgetting about your family or your other friends or, you know what I mean? Like at what cost is this success or these things or this, whatever you're reaching for at what cost, what are you giving up to, to get it? And that's like, you know, comes down to like, to like balance. Um, you know, like you said, it's not a bad thing to have a good work ethic and work hard. Of course we want to do that. Um, but for what, like you said, what is the ultimate goal and how can I achieve it while still maintaining all my relationships with the people who matter the most to me? Yeah, man. And I think, I think another thing that, that kind of resonates with me, and that was a great point by the way, that because, because that's exactly, you know, that's how I kind of interpret that parable, right? Like, like it's, it's, are you you're gonna gain the world but you lost yourself yeah yeah yes you've you've lost your soul you've 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 valued the wrong thing because in my opinion um your kids aren't gonna really give two shits about getting hand-me-downs of uh a, you know a a coin that you thought was cool in 2008 or whatever the fuck you leave behind right they're gonna be more concerned with um hey I had all these great memories and times with my father or my mother, right? right? Those are the long-lasting things. And, and, and the things that you pass on through those experiences, right? Instead, the other side of that is, well, yeah, you know, my dad was a nice guy, but all he really did was work, 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 work. And I, and I, and, and I, I couldn't really tell you much about him. Um, and, and that's kind of, that's kind of the point I'm getting at with that is, um, if you sit back and reflect on it, um, what are your motives and, and, and what do you, what do you want to be remembered by? Like, yeah, Hey, my dad got me everything I could ever want, but the one thing I really wanted, all I wanted what, was him to take me to the baseball yeah, field and throw a baseball. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. And, and when you sit back in the grand scheme of things, that's what life's about. It's really not about, and that, this is my opinion. Okay. Life's not about, you know, Hey man, uh, like like social media and every the world will portray it to you, um, you know having everything, you know I mean if if that's your drive then that's your drive, but but in the end you're trying to fill up a an, a cup that can never be filled, um, and 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 I've noticed that in my in my years of sobriety right like I've I I, I cherish. Um, more pure moments, like good conversation, um, healthy laughs, and positive memories over, hey, I just spent fucking $1,500 on this shirt that I'm going to wear three times, and then it's going to fade out in the wash, right? Do you get what I'm saying there? Mm -hmm. This episode of the Rude Dude Pod is brought to you by our good friends over at Fair Oaks Arborist. Do you have a tree leaning a little too far or maybe a little too close to your house? Worry no more. Our friends over at Fair Oaks Arborist have you covered. They cover all aspects of hazard tree removal from directional felling to technical rigging and more. They do it all. Trimming or pruning issues? You guessed it, they cover that too. 
Whether it's to make that eyesore of a tree more aesthetically pleasing or simply keep encroaching branches off your house, the Fair Oaks Arborist has you covered. They also use spikeless climbing techniques to provide the best service and avoid damaging your trees. Unsure if a tree should be removed? Give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for an assessment. They are tree risk assessment and ISA certified and of course, licensed and insured. The owner, Scott, is a great friend of ours, and he's a stand-up guy who will give you an honest quote and deliver exceptional service. Give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for any and all tree-related needs you may have at 916-259-5408. That's 916-259-5408. Or reach out at www.fairoaksarborist.com. We'd like to thank Scott Shaw from the bottom of our hearts for his support of the Rude Dude Pod. And now, back to the show. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> I think this is a perfect segue into like the other point that we're trying to touch on with this topic, which is like for who? Like who are we trying to impress? Does this actually make you happy? Or is this what you think that people want you to have or do yes. or say or act as though? Um, and it, you know, it, I think a lot of times if we can be honest with ourselves, we realize that we're doing certain things uh, just to impress other people or because we think other people will like it and not necessarily because we like it right or it's something that specifically i don't care if if anyone else likes it i i just like it so um and like this made me think of i before i came to west virginia and before i really got into like actual recovery i was uh i would definitely qualify myself as a material girl i love brand names like expensive like like to wear polo and and all that stuff um and i think there's a place for it and i think it's nice to have nice stuff yes of but course when I, when i came out here um people like the people that i hung out with like ooh i got this at the thrift shop and i was like mm, i would never you know and then oh i got this at gabe's which is this great like bargain store out here it's kind of like like a tj max um and i'm like mm, saving money on clothes weird i'm cool off that um and then after a little while <laughs> you know what i mean but after, after a little while like I, I was like oh it's it's very different out here i would say to california culture and um everybody like i i, I don't want to present this as in like a negative or whatever but people aren't like as concerned about the clothes they're wearing or how they look. Not that they just like look like shit or anything, but they're just like, yeah, no, I don't, whatever. Um, yeah, no, I like this shirt. I've had it for 15 years and got some holes in it and kind of, you know, a couple stains, but it's my favorite shirt. So I wear it. Yep. And like, that's logical. Like my buddy Ken always says, you know, he'll wear his white, brand new white shoes to the river. And, uh, he, I'm like, are you sure you want to, he's like, I bought them to wear them, bud. He says that all the time. Oh, and, dude, uh, dude, dude, the white, the white <laughs> shoes to the river ended up being actually a terrible idea. And he felt stupid about that, but <laughs> everything else, it's like, I used to like save this nice t-shirt that I bought for like the best occasion. 
And what would actually happen is that I would just never wear it because there was never the perfect occasion. And I'm like, what am I even like saving this for? I, I like that. I bought it to wear it. Like, just fucking wear it. If it gets dirty, if it gets stained, whatever. You bought it to wear it. Show it off. Fucking wear it and... You know who cares, dude? I gotta, I gotta say, man. There's one thing about Ash that drives me fucking nuts, dude. And and this this will be like, oh well, this come guy, on, this guy's full of this guy's full of shit, right? I'm over here like, hey, dude, material things don't matter, and and it's all about fucking, you know, being happy. But no, dude, um, shoes I'm 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 different with, and I don't spend a lot of money. Like like I'm I'm notorious um, for being a tight ass. Like I, that, that's, that's, that's my, I can attest. yeah. Like, like, dude, I, I, I just, I can't spend a bunch of money on, on, on a pair of shoes that I'm going to wear. I mean, I like that. You literally purchased our own merch that was entitled ain't trying to spend all that. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest shirt we have in the store. <laughs> I can't help it, dude. It's just who I am, man. And it's not like I it's not yeah. like I don't have the money or anything. It's just it's just I just I'm like, oh hey, that's a better deal. Um so 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 uh, you know, crucify me. Um but but Ash will buy these these new pairs of shoes, right? Like maybe some tennis shoes or some white shoes. And and dude, she just goes rogue anywhere with them. Like 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 you said, the, <laughs> the river example or something like that. And she'll like, yeah. she'll like put those shoes on and like, and, and just go trek around out in the woods or something and, and come back and they're completely fucking destroyed. And I, and she's like, oh man, my new shoes. I'm like, well, why the fuck did you wear those new shoes out to the goddamn wilderness? What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I was like, here, let's take a prime example. Like, like, look at my shoes. Here's my nice shoes. Here's my go out to the river shoes. There, there's a difference. Right. Um, yeah. and, and so, so I can relate to that, dude. My brother's notorious for that too. He'll buy a new baseball hat. And be like, man, this hat only lasted like two weeks. Well, yeah, dude, because you're out in the fucking garden, fucking sweating your ass off in it, touching it with dirt and all this shit. No wonder you can don't have nice things, you fucking dildo. Like, what's going but on? But I do think still that there's a lesson in that. And like, I think the, you know, the optimal space is somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Don't wear the white shoes to the river or trekking through the mud in the forest, but also don't buy something you like and put it in your closet and never wear it. If you like it, wear it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah. I think there's something to be learned there. Yeah, dude. And I, I kind of want to circle back to what you said, uh, in the beginning of your, of your last little take was what are your intentions for chasing this surplus amount of material items? Right. Um, are, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty much just going to regurgitate what you already said, but is it to impress Bobby and Harriet around the corner? Um, is it to uphold this image that you think you have to have? Um, mm. And I think that's very important, right? Like, like, and 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 I can I can kind of tie that into Charlie in his episode, like the masks that we wear, right? This this excessive chasing to keep up with who you think you should be on a materialistic level is just another form of a mask and you just pretending to be something that you don't want to be. Now, now don't, don't get me wrong, dude. There's a bunch of people in this world who make millions and millions and billions of dollars and they, and they love money, right? Like that, that's their main focus. And, and, and everybody has that God given right. But I have a feeling and deep down in my, in my soul that, Majority of the people who are who are sitting there working their ass off thinking that, you know, the new boat and the and the new fucking thing that the new car that, that Jimmy across the road's gonna be like, Man, that's a great that's a great car. You get a good deal on it. Like like mm-hmm. like like it's just not doing it for you about two weeks after that purchase, right? 
you're trying to fill a fucking void that that can't be filled with material items. And I think that's that's kind of going to be my point on this whole thing is is I guess the way I put it is is you're not staying true to yourself, really. Do, do you get what I'm saying, dude? Does that make sense? Yeah, and I mean, if it actually makes you happy, then absolutely do it. But like, but does it, you know, or like to, yeah. It's Man, this was easier when we were just texting back and forth <laughs> about it, huh? It's a tough one, dude. It's a <laughs> tough one because, because there's, there's no, uh. There's no clear line, right? Because everything's individual. So it's, hey, you know, the one person who has a, a shoe addiction, like they they could go and, and buy these shoes and then it makes them happy for 10 minutes and then they got to go on to the next one. I guess that's the point I'm trying to get at, right? And and like what's well, what's the point of that? Like like what what is the point? Like what are you searching for? And and I think that's I think that's the thing. Like why are we endlessly chasing um, material things? So I guess maybe this is a way to me of me trying to convert people to live like the people in West Virginia, right? Like you really got to sit back and take a look that these things really don't fucking matter. Like, like that's, that's where I'm on my soapbox. Like I've come to realize that, Hey dude, the, the, the pair of basketball shorts that I've had for fucking, you know, four years. Yeah. They may be a little weathered and whatnot, but you know what? They're comfortable and, 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 and I still like them, right? Like, like I don't need, I don't need all this, all this crazy shit to be happy or to be an upstanding husband or father to my kids or a friend or anything. Right. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and the other thing that that we're I feel like we're we're not uh, mentioning, but we're getting to is that people go broke trying to impress other people. Yeah, and like first of all, don't put yourself in a bad situation financially. Like you you got the Gucci belt, but you can't afford groceries this, this week. Or and the other thing that I was thinking about when you were making your last point was you know we're talking about the millionaires and whatever a lot of millionaires or very successful people will pull up in Levi's and a white tee in a Toyota Camry exactly. and you'll never fucking know it. Exactly. That dude that's wearing a $2,500 outfit is uh, often wearing everything he owns. You know, he, he, he rents a, he rents a house and, and fucking has no money saved and so on. And I'm not trying to put anybody down, but generally like, these things happen. People show that show like they have money actually don't. And a lot of people that actually do have money don't waste it on like material items that are unnecessarily obnoxiously expensive on some fucking hideous ass Balenciaga shoes that are made to look dirty, <laughs> cost the same amount as a $40 pair of shoes to make and uh, are $6,000, you know? And like for you, I, I'm, I'm not saying like you're a millionaire, but you're a frugal person. And the reason you don't like buying random shit is because you would rather buy a stock that's going to appreciate in value. That's going to make you money Correct. and, you know, have something to leave behind for your kids. Like when you get in that mindset, which you've helped me get into and we've helped each other of like, Ooh, I don't want to spend my money on something that I'm just going to lose or is going to do nothing for, or isn't going to make me money. Like, the rich people make their money work for them. Their money makes them money. That's how they get more rich. So like when you get into like investing in things like that, 
you know, real, whether that be real estate, crypto, stocks, whatever it is, um, and you, you, you realize your money's compounding, it kind of makes it hard to be like, oh yeah, I, I could, I could spend $120 on this t-shirt, like, or this, this polo or whatever, when you're like, man, I could buy a share of Google for 110 right now, you know, and yeah. in, in fucking six years, it's going to be $500. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a, that's going to lead me into, um, mentioning a couple books that people should read that are on that type of mindset. Um, Ooh, my um, man, I know you got the, heat. um, so, uh, 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 one about money compounding is a great one. Um, it is the richest man in Babylon. Um, that's a fantastic book. Have you read that book, Henry? Have you heard of it? No, but I've heard of it. It's it, it's really good, and I know you're an audiobook guy. Um, so so give that a listen, dude. It's a good one. Um, and another one that's kind of dry, but but it but it gets across this point that Henry made. Like, dude, the guy driving a '97 Toyota Camry, um, you know, wearing the Levi's and the fucking you know plain T-shirt that he was worn for the last seven days. Um, probably has more money in his bank account than, than everybody on your block. Um, and it's called the millionaire next door. Um, and it's just about, you know, what you're spending your money on. And the greatest, the, the coolest thing about you bringing up, um, investing is, is we haven't actually talked about that, but it, but it is important and it is a part of like my mindset, right? Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need, um, you know, 2700 hats i uh, do i want 2700 hats maybe some days right like like yeah that uh, i have 2700 i dude i have a lot of hats but i wear them all the time Uh, i have my hair when i don't have a haircut i gotta wear a hat bro i stay with a hat on dude but but (laughs) the uh the point i'm trying to make is is yeah i have those thoughts right like ooh, 150 bucks like dude uh i could put that in many other places and it could benefit me and my family in the long run, whether that be I want to remodel a kitchen or I want to pay off a, a, a car loan or I want to I want to do things like that. Right. Because that's how that stuff is done um, for ordinary people like you and I. Right. Um, that's how you can achieve goals um, financially if you invest wisely. Um so yeah, dude, I'm glad you I'm glad you called me out on that because that is that is why I, I'm like that. And and it's just it's just also I'm gonna go back to what I said. It I, I had a revelation that, you know, it really just doesn't fucking matter. Um I used to care about it a lot in like high school and, you know, outside of high school and um, you know, you always you wanna look cool, right? And you want everybody to think that you're doing better than you are, right? Um and that goes back to that mask thing, right? Um, but at what and the social media machine yeah, episode, yeah, dude. Where we talked about putting on a pretty picture for the world, yeah, dude. You know, and it's it's just the it's just the highlights, you know. It looks good on paper, but on on Facebook or Instagram, but it's not your actual life. Yeah, and 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 I think another good way to kind of like, you know, if you're if you're sitting there and you're on the fence. Um, about maybe making a purchase or, or you find yourself grinding a little too hard, take a moment, uh, you know, I implore everybody, take a moment to, to maybe do what Henry talked about in the beginning of this episode, step back and take a look at, at what's really going on, right? Like, like it took super boss, uh, to give you a nice little tiny little compliment for you to actually have some gratitude for what you really have. Right. (laughs) Um, and, 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 and that's, that's kind of what you can do if you're like, hey, I, I really want this fucking pair of jeans or these shirts and all that. Well, well, why why do you want that? 
Is it is it because you want it or is it because when you go into the office, someone's going to compliment you on it and it's going to make you feel good for five fucking seconds? Do you get what I'm saying, dude? Now I'm rambling, but do you get what I mean there? Yeah. And again, like, I don't want us to, I feel like we're, we're on our high horse a little. It's okay to like look nice and have something that you're going to get a, give a compliment and, and, and all that. But you know, like to what extent and like to, at what cost to you and you know, your, your financial, um, situation, are you, are you getting that stuff? And like the last point you were making reminded me about my sister who I have to shout out because she is one of my heroes. And what I always loved about her and aspired to 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 be and to do was she was so good at being, I would be like, oh, I don't want to do that. People are going to see me. People are going to think I'm funny. People are going to, and she goes, who cares? Who cares what they think? So what? If you like it, wear it. If you want to do that, do it. Like, who cares? And what's so funny and interesting about this is a lot of times, and or for me particularly, as a as a younger person who didn't, you know, know who I was and whatever, I was so worried about the opinions of strangers. And it took my sister reminding me a million times, like, and my dad, he was good at it too. Of like, you'll never see these people again. We're going to a baseball game, and there's going to be twenty thousand people that you will literally never see again. <laughs> right? And <laughs> why are you so worried what these strangers that you'll never see again think think about you? Like, who cares? And even if they will, like, I also spent a long time like pretending I didn't like stuff that I thought other people w- wouldn't would would think they'd be like oh that's lame or that's whack why do you like that like and that's just i wasn't being true to myself i wasn't i wasn't like like be weird like the stuff you like wear what you want to wear like it it doesn't matter if it makes you happy and it, and you like it then that's literally all that matters you know and we go back to that like am i hurting myself or anyone else no then it's fine like that's that's the bottom that's the only thing to think about and like having that freedom of and this came with like recovery and learning myself and being comfortable being who I am but having that freedom of being like yeah I'm just going to wear this because I like it and fucking other people might not but I don't give a fuck I'll never see those people again or if I do they'll be like hey there's that guy that wears that stupid ass hat and I'll be like yeah <laughs> fuck yeah that's me cool I'm glad you don't like my hat fuck off have a good life like it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> Um, Dude. yeah, man, it, it's a beautiful thing when you let go of trying to impress strangers. When you think about it, like who fucking cares? Like it really is, is of no issue and you're, you're keeping your holding. I was holding myself back from liking, wearing, doing, saying things that I like. And like this, you know, is your vibe attracts your tribe. So the people who matter don't mind the people who mind don't matter like if people don't like you because you like that weird shit those aren't your people there will be people that like you because you like that weird shit you know like and and those are the kind of people i want around yeah yeah and there's and there's a lot of good a lot of good points in there dude and and mac was completely right right like who fucking cares 
who cares right and and and, yeah. and i i'm with you on that dude i used to be i used to be kind of the same way like like i wanted people to be like oh yeah look at that guy he he looks fucking cool right like like you yeah. but i think that's i think that's the thing like with us you know um and maybe our addiction right like we always wanted everybody to like us right like so i th- so i think there's i think there's something to that that i'm not going to delve too deep into but i think uh i think you're right also on this that you know I guess I'm trying, I'm not trying to come across like, Hey, you can't, you know, go buy nice things or go do anything, um, nice for yourself. Um, I guess it's just check your motives, right? It's just check your motives. You do it. Cause it makes happy. you happy. Yes. Not because, yes. not because that's what I'm trying to say. Impressed yeah. Or because you're trying to have the thing that the, your neighbors have, or, you know, if it makes you happy, and it's important to you and will serve you and bring you happy memories and make your family or your kids happy. That's what we're after. Yeah, that that's that's what I was trying to get at, right? And 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 I really just have to hammer home kind of what I said like in the beginning. Like like we're not taking any of this stuff with us. So so if you were living your life trying to impress Bobby and Harriet around the corner or coworkers um, or, you know, random people at a fucking baseball game. Like, I think I said this on our text, right? Like, am I going to sit on my deathbed and be like, man, I sure did. Uh, I sure did just buy a whole bunch of shit. Um, and, and now that I'm dying, um, all that shit really doesn't seem to matter. I wish I would have spent some more time. I wish I would have spent that money on a vacation with my family, or I wish I would have actually cared about things that really matter, like personal connections with people and maybe, you know, finding some self growth. Um, and I, and the only reason I'm so passionate about this is because I've just, I've seen it. Like I've seen people live a humble, a humble lifestyle and be the happiest people in the world. And I've seen people with a shit ton of money who are miserable fucking pricks. Um, and, and, and it just, I guess it just comes with, it's all circumstantial. Um, but, but from my experience, man, like staying humble and focusing on what really matters, like your mental health and, and the people who matter to you, um, seems to bring, um, you know, more overall happiness and a fulfillment in this short thing called life than 17 Burberry pullovers while we're fucking taking ecstasy pills, listening to Mac Dre. You know what I mean? Easy. It was a good time. <laughs> Those were great times. <laughs> I will never take that back. Dude, dude, I wouldn't either, bro. Um, I still have a couple like saved. That's, that's how much I'm of a hoarder, right? From that time. Like I have like a, Bur- yeah. I have a Burberry, I have a couple in my closet that I'll never wear ever again, but I can't possibly get rid of them because dude, it was, I had them forever. I kind of, I think I let them go. Cause they were too short. They don't fit us tall fellas and they look like belly shirts. I was like, bro, you gotta let them go. Oh, dude. Um, but the other point that's, that's so important and actually hilarious on the, like, uh, I want to impress all these strangers is the other side of this coin, which is they don't give a fuck about you at all. You're not the star. Nobody cares. No one gives a fuck. And most people didn't notice you had an ugly hat on. No one cares. Yeah, like, so we talked about this, we've talked about this, where you're the star of your own show, but you're not the star of everyone else's show. So of all those people that you didn't want to see you 
with that silly shirt or whatever, six of those 20,000 people at the ballpark noticed your shirt and three gave a fuck. If that, you know what I mean? Like this stuff that we're, oh, everyone, like it's this self-centered thing, which is part of our, you know, addiction and all that of like, everyone is going to notice me and everyone is going to be worried about what I'm wearing and everyone is super concerned about what the fuck I'm doing. And the reality is, no, they're not. They're actually worried about everyone else thinking the same thing about them. Every, all of us are just fucking, you know, self-obsessed. Not, I don't want to say everyone's self-obsessed, but a lot of us are the same, similar. Oh my God, what are people thinking about me? They're not going, that guy looks stupid. Or maybe they are, and if they are, who gives a fuck? But most of them aren't. Most of them have their own shit going on. They came to see the ball game. They whatever else. They're with their friends. They're having a good. They're not worried about you. They're not worried about me like I th- like I thought everybody was. They're just not. No, dude. No, no. It, it, it's really that simple. Um, yeah, I think it's just human nature for us to think that we are, you know, the star. And I, free- I wish I had that quote that I sent you from that. Uh, Ethan Hawke interview, right? What the hell? Did, where the hell was it? It was like, oh, we, it, oh, we sent like six thousand yeah, texts a day. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm so not gonna put every. I'm, hey, and 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 since we usually just do this all in one take, I'm not gonna do it. But I think it's, I may butcher it, but I think it's this. It says, if you're the star in every film, you've lost the plot, right? And and I, yes. and that that's exactly what it was, as a matter of fact. Um, and 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 that's true. Like like if you if you think that you're the most important person to everybody who walks on this planet, um, you are oblivious to to reality and what is going on because nobody cares. Nobody cares. And me and me and Henry will do many little small little jingles singing about how nobody cares because nobody does. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Do you? Do, I couldn't. They're certainly not worried about you. <laughs> yeah, dude. People. I mean, could you? I. I. I just I, out here trying to do it for the Gipper. Just for the Gipper. But dude, I, I, I literally couldn't tell you the last time I was walking in the grocery store and I saw a guy with a fucking pair of shoes or a hat on and been like, wow, dude, that guy looks awesome. Like, I, I got to have those shoes. Where'd you get them? That's such a good point. Like, 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 like maybe once in a while, but like 98% of the time I'm not like, Wow, look how cool that dude is. <laughs> yeah, dude. Be like, dude, that is the freshest guy in this fucking milk aisle, bro. Like, get out of this guy's way, dude. Like, like what is happening? Like, do people are more concerned with fucking being able to fucking feed their families and Or like <laughs> I mean I mean I'll do stupid shit like walk by in the aisle and like tap something off with my left hand and reach around and catch it behind my back and like, man, I hope a bunch of people saw that and thought it was cool. Well, you know, and I'm well, like, nobody <laughs> saw, nobody cares, nobody was watching. Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, what are you doing? Well, dude, first off, that was cool, bro. Like, like, dude, so everybody's missing <laughs> out if you're doing fucking circus tricks in the grocery store, bro. But, but, dude, like, that's the and point. And you do the little Spider Man thing to see if you got webs coming out of your fingers. Now, see, now I haven't done that, but, dude, yeah, I will, I will, like, throw things in the air and, and catch them. Like, it's just maybe my little ADD that I haven't been, you know, formally diagnosed with. Um, but that's dude stuff. Yeah, dude, I think it is just dude stuff, right? Like, you just want to, like, throw things, catch it, you know, do a wall, yeah. do a wall run in the, in the aisle. I mean, I mean, 
I don't think that ever goes away. Like I parkour, <laughs> parkour. I don't think that ever goes away, dude. Because like I, I, I'll still like push the the grocery cart and ride it out to my car and be like, sometimes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, thank God, dude. Because sometimes I sit here like, <laughs> dude, I'm like a 35 year old man, like still skateboarding a fucking grocery cart across the parking dude, lot. <laughs> no, I'm I'm yoking into the aisle, talking about swinging it sideways. <laughs> I'm skating, dude. I'm going 120 feet through the parking lot in like 12 <laughs> seconds flat, bro. Just getting there. There we go, dude. Okay, so I feel I feel better, dude, because dude, I do it every time. If my car is any substantial distance away, man, I'm like, I'm I'm getting a, a fucking you know Usain Bolt running head start, and I'm gonna jam across this parking lot on this card, and you better get out of my way, or I'm gonna and, run into you. And if we were worried about what people thought about us, we wouldn't have that joy. Yeah. Yeah. Because how fun is that? It's a good time. I don't do it because people think I'm cool. They probably think I'm fucking weird. And they're like, look at that gigantic old dude skating <laughs> that fucking thing across. But guess what? I'm having a great time, dude. It is a, a blasty blast. I might be dragging the foot, dude. I'm having fun. Yeah, dude. And that's what it's about, man. And I think I think this topic's been kind of like a wide range. Um, and I don't mean to sit and like... We've been on our soapbox. We've been all over the place. Yeah, but I like it. Yeah, dude. Hey, that's the point of this podcast, right? Like, we just shoot things back and forth. And we felt compelled to talk about it. And I'm sorry if we were proselytizing, but we, we, we really weren't. We, I guess my point that I was trying to get across was, um, you know, there's more, there's more to life than material things. And that's really what I wanted to get across. Um, you can get you can get lost in it, um, and and I, and I know I know people. Me and Henry know people who are like that. Um, and you're just not being true to yourself. So if you are one of those people, um, take a look, man. Just take a look. See what's going on. Why am I doing this? Um, is it because I am, you know, a type A personality who has to have all the money, like you know Chevy Chase fucking you know Vegas vacation? I won! I won the money. Um, you know, you know, like, like, like you gotta, you gotta have it. Then, then that's, that's your MO, man. But, but like I said, for me, for me, um, laying on my deathbed saying, Hey dude, I had, I had, you know, 7,000 hats in my lifetime. Isn't something I'm going to be very proud of. Um, I'd rather, I'd rather have, you know, my kids want to be around me and, and, and have a bunch of memories and morals and happy things. Um, but dude, and I got the perfect story for this. Um, I got to shout out my boy JB, who is a uh, who is a dedicated listener of the show. JB, but I had a major sea change. Is that what they call it? I went to Maui for his wedding. Which shout out Maui, uh, fucking our Super thoughts and sad, prayers yeah. and love go out to those people. I still have friends who live out there and. Why don't I get a, a link from uh, either my buddy Gorman or JB, um, and we'll put it in the bio if you want to donate and help out with the Maui thing, because that fucking sucks. For sure. But anyway, we went to Maui for JB's wedding, and at the time, I couldn't really afford it, but I had credit, I have good credit, and I put a lot of it on credit cards and whatever, and dude, it was, so I've never really experienced like a friend's vacation, but it was a bunch of us out there and it was, dude, it was so fun. The time, like spending time with your friends in a cool place, not just at the house or whatever, but like having those memories and that experience yes, um, yes. of doing that, uh, I was like, 
oh my God, I don't care if I'm paying 27% interest for this. I don't care if I had to pay 100% interest for this. this. Whatever money this is costing me, it is worth it because this memory I'll have forever. Like this is so fucking fun. And this is the kind of thing. And the same thing, like taking my daughter to concerts, taking my daughter on trips, going with my girlfriend to concerts, like experiences, like the, when you have a great experience and especially clean and sober that you can actually remember because I've paid a lot of money for a lot of concerts and football games and stuff that I do not remember. Same. But the ones that I've had that I remember and like have those memories to cherish are worth more than anything, more than any like material item I've ever bought. And Let's be honest, you know how many expensive shoes, clothes, glasses I've bought and lost? Like, to have those memories, like, to me, I had that big change when I had that experience. I was like, oh my god, no, no m amount of money in the world matters to, like, spend on this memory that I have. That was their wedding. It was fucking beautiful and amazing, and it really, like, put things into perspective of me of, like, what's worth spending money on and and having like i don't know that it, it was just really cool and yeah dude something i'll always remember yeah dude because it's those are those are irreplaceable things right and and you've been you've been kind of carrying the weight on this episode by by bringing great examples and i appreciate you and that's why me and you are our <laughs> partners on this um because that's kind of yin and yang brother because yeah, we balance each other out yeah dude because that's kind of what i was getting at right like um, or at least I was poorly trying to. Um, that's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. I, I guess I'm just imploring people to to live. I want everybody to live, laugh, and love, dude. Live, laugh, and love. All right, all right. Live, laugh, and love, man. Like, like serious. Karen Cree. Karen Cree. I'm serious though, dude. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> the Creerin. <laughs> The Kreeran has spoken. The Kreeran. Thou shalt live, laugh, and love. <laughs> I am Finn the Mold. For the Gipper. For the Gipper. Uh. <laughs> but for real, dude, for real, because you you just said that, right? Like, no amount of money could, could have changed that experience for you. Um, you wouldn't take it back, and you would gladly pay 10 times that amount, right? Because you had a fantastic time, and that, that memory is always going to be there with you and the friends who are there sharing it with you. And so so I guess find a happy balance, right? Like ha find a balance um and and just go go live your life and and don't try to impress a bunch of fucking people who don't give a shit about it. They don't care. They they don't. Yeah. They really don't. And that's that's really where I wanted to that's what I wanted to say, man. Is live laugh and love. Um the Cree the Cree <laughs> has spoken. Um <laughs> And, dude, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's, a, it's a career in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, how do we get to live, laugh, and love? <laughs> dude, Pinterest. now we gotta, like, Photoshop some fucking Karen hair on, like, my face, dude. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, like, the it's like that half emo thing with the bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> the fucking Creerin, dude. Creerin demands to speak to the manager. 
There were a lot of people in here that weren't living, <laughs> laughing, or loving. The Kree-Rin wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we're losing it, bud. This is live, laughing, and loving, dude. This is <laughs> we example. are, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we make a little shirt with you got the the Karen <laughs> updo the, the fucking emo updo and you got a syringe in your arm with live laugh love in it. dude I'm fucking crying <laughs> oh. alright dude all right. All right. So I did it the career. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh fuck. Did, <laughs> did, did we? Sorry. Right, so stop trying to impress people and live, laugh, and love. <laughs> <laughs> or the Kree-Rin will come knock at your door, dude. <laughs> I need to speak to the manager of this life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I came to chew bubblegum and live, laugh, and love, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude I'm crying bro oh, oh dude real tears <laughs> <laughs> alright dude we gotta rein it in alright uh, did we did we <laughs> did we cover it <laughs> I think we got it figured out dude <laughs> I don't think we can drop the three L's anymore dude we'll lose it no dude no if you stuck around this whole <laughs> We super appreciate you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for laughing with us. <laughs> Hopefully you lived and loved a little. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right, dude. All right. Grandma's in baseball. Grandma baseball. <laughs> all right. I got to do some shout out, right, man. Right. My cousin Aurora. Yeah. I, did I tell you? Oh, yeah, I did, did tell you. Dude, she hand wrote me a letter. She also, a card. She also created the card. And on the front, I have it right here in the pod studio. It said, those who mind don't matter. Those who matter don't mind. Yeah. And the contents of the letter basically say, you know, she listened to my story. And she's so proud of me and is brave. And... She was, like, impacted in a way that she thought a text message wasn't enough. So she hand-wrote and snail-mailed a letter from California to West Virginia. And I just can't think of something more special that has happened to me in uh, so many years. So that was really cool. Thanks, Rory. I love you. That is super rad, dude. And and I'm going to interrupt your, your shout-outs just to say, like, Aurora, I don't know you, um, but that's super rad, and that's like a super genuine thing to do, right? Like, who writes letters anymore, right? Like, that's how you know it's it's like really from the heart. So that's super rad, dude. 
Uh, go on, man. Always a big supporter of me and my sobriety. And I remember we were on um we were on a fan we were on like a family trip for my mom's birthday, and she was like, "How's like the sobriety thing going?" I was like, "Well, you know, last month I had a year," and she literally started crying. She was so happy and so proud of me. Um, she started crying, so that was super cool. And we will have her on here at some point because she has uh something to say and um also um another avid listener samantha faith she uh she hit the store when i ran the sale the other day and she also was one of the people who reached out to me when she heard uh the relapse episode and was like hey i'm glad you're here thanks for sharing and being honest and so that was really cool hell yeah so shout out to her um and uh the other thing is um we have uh, another good supporter of mine that we talk about is my buddy Brandon. He's also a, a big part of my we. And um, <clears throat> Brandon works at a facility called Lauren's Wish. And here it is. Lauren's Wish Addiction Triage Center is a 501c3 nonprofit located at Hazel's House of Hope in Morgantown, West Virginia. They are a free co-ed facility that assists people who are seeking treatment find treatment while keeping them in a safe and nurturing environment until a bed is secured. Since opening our doors in October 2022, we have assisted 250 individuals in securing a bed in an inpatient facility or sober living program. If you are someone who needs help finding treatment, considering treatment yourself, or wish to contribute to the mission of Lauren's Wish, text Lauren's wish to 26989. Text Lauren's wish to 26989 for a one-time text message with helpful helpful information links. And I wanted to shout them out. Besides that Brandon supports us, I want to shout them out because it's really fucking cool what they're doing. Their services are completely free. And Cam, I'm sure you know this phenomenon. So you you, you go to detox... And then you're trying to get into rehab, but you don't, you can't, there's no beds available and you can't go. So what do a lot of addicts do? They start to use again. They go back to the streets and they get fucked up again. And then we lost them. So this is a place for that in between time, or you get out of rehab and there's not a bed ready in sober living. So what do a lot of addicts do? They go out and they lose, they use and we lost them. So this is like an in-between place. It's completely free. It's really fucking cool what they're doing. So. Shout out to them. Dude, I got to say from even from personal experience, because, you know, I had a I had a treatment facility experience. I worked up there doing intakes, right, um, at Progress House. And, and that right there is the most important piece, right? Like sometimes, because I'd, mm-hmm. I'd have to manage these wait lists for people who were on there for fucking three months, right? Like, like, <laughs> like, like what's happening during that time, right? Well, we know what's happening during that time is people are continuing to get fucked up and possibly not even making it, right? Like the idea of rehab sounds like a good idea, you know, when they make that initial call and they get put on the wait list. But if you just continue to use and and, and you got to wait three months, like what's the point? And I saw I saw a lot of people yeah. fall by the into the cracks because of that. And that is a really cool idea. So it's like a, it's like a holding place, um, I think that's fucking fantastic, dude. It's like a and they they have they do meetings and classes and all that in awesome, there. Dude. I think they take people to meetings. That's um, so important. 
Dude, it's huge. And, you know, because the, the thing is, anybody who's worked with addicts, loves an addict, has family members, knows that to get an addict to agree to go to treatment is such a, like, fickle and temporary type of thing. So when we get an addict in that mindset, we have to hold on to it for dear life. And we have to, like, ride it out because... You give that addict one excuse to like, all right, well, you know, call us back in a week. Go back to the streets. We'll see if we have something in a week. Like, yeah, dude, 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 dude. That is the danger zone, dude. And it's sad as fuck, dude. And, and we don't have to go on this much longer, but it's super sad because you get people who would call and leave voicemails like, I just seen if there's a bed yet. You know, you can tell they're all fucked off and, and you got no good news for them, right? You got no good news. Yeah. Hey, dude, it. It's hard, bro. So I shout out Lauren's wish. Whoever came up with that idea um, is an angel and a saint um, because that's a fantastic thing. That is a service that I don't even think exists out here in, in California. And if it does, I haven't heard of it. Um, and well, and I, I think that's great, dude. I think that's absolutely great. Like, I, I'll, I'm going to support this place. They take donations and stuff like that. They do. Okay. And, and you can set up like a monthly donation. You said you can do as little as $1. So Sweet. Um, I'll send you the link, and actually, we'll put the link in the bio, yep, uh, in yep. in the show description, show notes, because it, it is a really amazing cause, and I have to dig in a little deeper. So, Lauren's Wish is actually named after Lauren Cole, and she is one of our people out here who passed away, um, might have been almost two years ago, and... Um, she had, before she passed away, obviously, one time said to her dad, hey, dad, like, all these people, they 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 get into treatment, or they can't get into treatment, they can't get a bed, and I don't want to, like, totally butcher the story, but the idea was basically what we're talking about, where, you know, there's people out here that need help, and they can't get the help they need, and there aren't beds available, and whatever, so she had this idea that she mentioned to her dad, um, and after her passing, they created this, um, and this is in association with Jacob's Ladder, uh, Dr. Kevin Blankenship's also on the board, um, but they, they, they fulfilled Lauren's wish of making this place to help people in the in-between phases, help them get to treatment, because, you know, that's part of the hardest part, so um, it actually is an, an actual angel that did create this program, um, so shout out to her yeah, and the family and all the people that work at Lauren's Dude, that's sad as fuck. <clears throat> it is. That, that, that's really but sad. But it's, you know, this goes back to the episode we talked about dealing with loss, which you should go check out, of how do we honor that person. True. And if this ain't fucking honoring that person, then I don't know what is. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And and, and her 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 legacy lives on, right? And so, yeah, I think that's, I think that's totally. awesome. And it's saving lives. So that's awesome, dude. Um. Okay, um, I don't have um, any shout-outs, but I love all three of yours. Um, those were all great. Um, actually, yeah, I, I do have one. Um, shout-out to my daughter Addison's soccer team. We have our first game this weekend um, tomo tomorrow at, at noon. The only Saturday game of the year, by the way. We have soccer games at Friday. Um, so go Lightning, all right? So shout-out to, to Addie. Um, I, I, I'm interested to see how well she does. Um but yeah. I will um, give us our spiel.
Um, give us Hit a, us with the spiel. Here comes the spiel, dude. Um, <laughs> dealed. Um, <laughs> give us a follow <laughs> on Spotify. Um, five stars would be awesome. Um, a share and a like would be even better. Um, we are on Amazon Music, Samsung Music, and Apple Podcasts, so you are able to listen to us there. The same rule applies. A follow, a like, a share would be fantastic. Um, give us a follow on Instagram at RudeDudePod, all one word, all lowercase. Um, please check out our merch. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, I actually got a surprise package the other day while I was sitting on my, my – I, I have a bench – um, or a little. Like, what was it, buddy? I have a porch swing on my porch, right? And I'm out there working because I work from home. And the mailman comes up with a package, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" I was hoping it was my shirts, and uh, I opened it up, and it was the goddamn No Ouchie Boy. And so Henry Henry sent me the No Ouchie Boy. I almost I almost broke the swing, dude. I was I was laughing my ass off, bro. Um, you were living, uh, dude. Dude, the Creerin was fucking juiced, bro. <laughs> Oh, so so check out our merch, and if if you don't know what a no ouchie boy is, you're gonna have to click on the link that will be in the bio in the description to to see what it is. Um, you're not gonna want to miss out. It's very nice quality. Um, I'm gonna probably use it tonight. Um, after I get off this call. Um, JB also cop some merch in the sale. Say lips, yep, sip sale. So yeah. thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to the Belgian again. You are dedicated. We love you. Um, anything else you got, Hen? You got anything else you want to say? Um. Well, in the spirit of, I also had one more thing while I'm looking at my notes, and we're gonna backtrack a little, but um, I'm probably gonna butcher it. I probably shouldn't even have done this, but here we are. I made a speech at my sister's wedding uh, because I officiated my sister's wedding and I wrote like a, a poem. It didn't rhyme, but it had, uh, you know, a lot of good stuff in it. And um, we talk, I talked about my sister and her husband like found their way back to each other because my sister's husband always knew that he wanted my sister and he was going to make her his. It's a very sweet story. Um, but we talked about looking around, I talked about like looking around for other things and, um, but there is no, what I said was something like, there's no grass that is more real, more available, more, there's no grass that's greener or more real to you than the grass that's actually under your feet. Ooh, I like that a lot. Like that grass, you're touching it. You know what I mean? It's there. Don't worry about or think about that other grass. Like, worry about the grass that you're fucking standing on right now. Like, that's the only grass that matters. Don't worry about the neighbors, the whatever else. Like, the only grass that's real to you is the one that your fucking feet are touching. Where are your feet? Yeah, dude. That's beautiful, bro. So, that's, that's absolutely Yeah, beautiful. I think that's... I, I I love that dude, and and um, that's cool that that came out of you. Um, were were you sober when you came up with that? I, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to. My sister might have the speech. I might have made it a shadow box. I, it was pretty cool, and and that that was the idea. You know, it was like you can look far and wide, but like if you know, you know. And the only thing that's real is what's right in front of us. Yep. That's a Randall Brown exclusive. Where are your feet? Where are your feet at? Where are your feet at? Oh, man. I I did this. I've done that. I've been well. Where are you at right now? Yep. yep. He always loved to say, 
If you up on this mountain talking to me, you done fucked up. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I hope one day we can get that guy on here. Cause, cause he he sounds like he'd be a, he'd be a we gem, will. bro. He'd be a gem. Cool. Well, all right, dude. Um, we we bounced back and forth. This episode was great, and if you got anything out of this, I hope you laughed about the Kreerin part, and I hope that all of you <laughs> are living, laughing, and loving. Um, <laughs> I will finish it like I always do. Um, I love you, Hen. I love you too, Cam. And remember, live, laugh, love, <laughs> and fuck what they think. <laughs> Later, dude. Wanna see you with the music and miracle. Wanna not puppy then boy the lyrics alright. Oh no Yeah.